Hey, I'm Caleb Soderberg. And I'm Luke Soderberg. And welcome to the News Fanatics. So Luke, what a lot of people don't know is we actually released about 20 episodes, 22 episodes of the News Fanatics podcast uh, over a decade ago when we were just young little kids. Yeah, what we I was probably what? I was probably nine. I was probably 10, 10, 11, and you were like what, 13? No, so. I, I feel like I feel like you were we were both a little older than that cuz it was it was uh very late 2010, so you must have been like 12 and yeah, 14. But it was still young enough to be like, you know, just that age of like you don't know how old you are and like look back on it, you don't know how old you were when you were doing it, so it was kind of like the gray zone of childhood, I guess. And also, if you think about it, like, when we were kids, everything seemed to last forever. Like, the summer oh, yeah. the summer lasted forever. Christmas time lasted forever. But now that we're looking back, now we're seeing it as, man, all those years is just one big lump. Like, stuff happened, games came out, movies came out, personal life experiences happened, and it just seems like one big blob. Yeah, people were born, people died, you know, we had three more presidents it's like geez right and on a kind of a a depressing note um we i think in the first couple episodes we had talked about how we were going over to our great grandpa's house to rake leaves or something like that and like literally within a couple months he died yeah i think it was a year after yeah so it's just it's also interesting to look back and see you know things in our past that seemed so permanent and yet this is the, the reincarnation of the News Fanatics podcast. We and... have brought it back from the dead, and it's still pretty dead, but we're just going to roll with it and, you know, take the punches and do our thing. And talk about random stuff, because yeah. this is a very fast and loose podcast. It's very conversational-based. It's so loose, in fact, that we're just going to jump right into our first segment. Which yeah, I... but before we jump in our first segment, we would like to take a moment to thank you, our sponsor. Hey, who's our sponsor today, Caleb? It's, uh... It... It's Big Dragon Dildos. Thank you, guys. So... <laughs> oh, no. Thank you so much for sponsoring. Um, and you know... Thank you, Johnny Sins. Thank you. We would never have a sponsor that we did not use the product ourselves. So oh, jeez. Our first segment, a callback from the old podcast, which was not released anywhere. It's on the dark web. Uh, but it is the next big thing, also known as the NBT. So, Luke, uh, did you have... Something that you're looking forward to that you see as the next big thing. I think it's only fit to say that when we first started our original podcast, we talked about Halo. And lo and behold, Halo Infinite multiplayer beta just released not too long ago. And recording this on December 7th, 2021. Halo Infinite campaign is coming out tomorrow. And I am pretty stoked to buy that. We already bought it just in anticipation of waiting. So we got that pre-order in and you know, it's... one day pre 24 hour pre-order. No, I, I got a couple days ago, but <laughs> what you didn't even tell me you got a couple days ago. Hold up a second. What? Well, I told your wife. And so I assume she oh. told you. Yeah, no, Oh, never mind. Herself. <laughs> hmm. She's hiding her secrets. <laughs> it's halo. You can't know about it. I also think this is a really good mirror of the old podcast, if I can bring it back one more time. 
because when we released those first couple episodes, Halo Reach had literally just come out a few months prior. So now that we're reinvigorating the podcast and Halo Infinite is coming out, it's kind of a good bookend. It's kind of like a good grilled cheese. You got bread, Halo, you got cheese, life, and you got more bread, more Halo. It's like, do you need more in life? No, I, I just so. I just need a grilled cheese. So. Just give me a grilled cheese and like a big old glass of milk. And we're good to go. I mean, that's that's it. But one thing I kind of want to bring up about the all this Halo stuff going on is I, I was actually reading an article earlier today, kind of in preparation of Halo coming out. And um, I hope it's not true, but um, apparently the Halo campaign is not going to have mission replayability for quite a while because they're trying to figure out some kinks, which is not a good sign. So... That's unfortunate. Um, uh, did they did they say if it was going to be like replayable if you completed the campaign, or is it kind of just you know you get to a certain point and then you just play it however it's played? I think they're still working out kings because when I was reading, I kind of have a small article pulled up in front of me, and they said they have not confirmed mission replay, but they have it in the works. And then uh, I think this is a quote saying, we haven't announced a date, but that is being worked on. Crocker said, we will. We want to have replay that works well, and we want you to have a more open game. It gets a lot trickier, dot, dot, dot. Gotcha. So, okay. I don't know what that means, but I think it's going to be a little different from all the other Halo campaigns, which I'm kind of excited for, and I hope it holds up well. I think this ties into the open world element of the game where you can kind of go anywhere yeah. and complete objectives in whatever order you want. So it makes sense in in that way because if you think about a lot of role-playing games like Skyrim, there are world states where they're constantly in. So if you drop a sword on the ground, that sword is going to remain there no matter where you go. So maybe that's what they mean by there's no replayability because they don't want to mess up the world state. Maybe. I don't know. I think it could be really... It's either going to hit really well right off the bat, or it's going to definitely take some time for it to sink in and be like, okay, this is a little bit different, but I think deep down everyone's going to enjoy it over Halo 5 because we all know how well that game did. I didn't even play that game. Like, I just passed it's, on that. Uh, <laughs> you remember uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare and Titanfall? I, I remember them back in the day, yeah. And well, yeah, that's Halo 5. What that, you do? That's rough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The Halo Infinite development team took a little bit extra time to make the game. Um, if you remember from E3, when it first got announced, people were like, why is there a grappling hook in this game? The brutes look terrible. The graphics are terrible. Why is this even a thing? And so a lot of people were actually comparing it with Halo 5 Guardians with how it was going to be received. But thankfully, they put a little bit more time into it. And so I think the extra time really shows polish. And because they put out the multiplayer beta, like you said, uh, a couple weeks ago for the general public uh, that's really working out the kinks with the balance so of multiplayer good, and everything. Dude. It's, it's, really, really it's well so done. good. Like I said, like people people had a lot of misconceptions about the grappling hook. Like you said, like, oh, it's just going to feel like Call of Duty. It's going to be fast and loose. But actually... It, the, it really doesn't. Yeah, it really feels fluid and it's, it's fun. It's amazing. I think they did an excellent job of uh, tidying in like the like in Halo Reach, they added like one cool special abilities and stuff like you know. You hopefully you've played Halo, but you know like hologram armor lock and all that stuff. They just added new abilities, but still tying in that classic gameplay of you know Combat Evolved Halo Two and Halo Three, where it's still like kind of 
I wouldn't say floaty, but it feels classic, but still has all that new modern stuff in it. It has like that crispness to it, but deep down the roots of it are like, yeah, this is Halo. Like, right. This is from, like the OG gamers. And the, the, the map layouts feel very similar to Halo 3, where you do have those power-ups and weapons around the map. Mm-hmm. Um, in Halo 3, you could pick up a bubble shield from a specific location every single time. And the Halo Infinite really uh, has that style to it. But also, the, the, the overall power level of those power-ups feels like Halo Reach, where you, know, you start off with an armor lock every time. You know that you're just going to be safe from rockets and vehicles. At that same power translates over at Halo Infinite, even though the, they're scattered around the map. Yeah, and I've also noticed, I just noticed this yesterday when Christine and I were playing, is that it's actually kind of interesting where, like, even if you play the same map twice in a row, or play one map, do a different map, and then go back to that first map, the power-ups on the map and what weapons spawn is actually completely different. So even though it's the same game mode and same map, the weapons and power-ups that drop are different so it changes the gameplay every single time a little bit that makes sense um especially for the power weapon spots you don't want to have a sniper be placed every single time on a certain map because that kind of defeats the purpose of a beta yeah we must have like some sort of like rotation in the background when like okay these people are playing this map again we gotta switch up the guns and the spawn rates and stuff like that yeah it also might be 100 percent random each time which would be Maybe. cool but I don't know. I, I think if we if we can take anything from the beta, we can expect high things from Halo Infinite. I mean, obviously, very excited for it to come out tomorrow, which is crazy to think about. That's already here. It's it's gonna be a. Ooh, that's ooh, that's a good game right there. Oh, little cookies. <laughs> little nibble nibble. I think I think Halo Infinite's gonna do really well, and if it doesn't, I'm gonna be extremely shocked. Yeah, I wonder what the pre-order numbers are like. And, I mean, they're probably going to give something away for the pre-order people, like a cool skin or a cool helmet or something, which I hope they do. Um, but I I, well, I, I want to see the numbers. Yeah, if they do give away a pre-order, um, since it's only, like, the campaign, Christine's going to get the pre-order item and not me, so... That's dumb. Because we're not going to buy it twice for buying the campaign twice. I think we'll just stick to one. Unless it's that good. Right. Well, uh, yeah, I would say just stick with the one. And if you want to... Yeah. Re- well, the only issue is it, co-op, it, you know? Yeah, it, dep- it depends on what the um, what the, what the storyline campaign is like. If, like, can you play it, like, split screen? Or is it only, like, one person per console kind of thing? I don't know. Right. Yeah, I'm not I sure. I think we just have to wait and see. We'll wait and see, and then she'll probably get the cool item that I'll never have, and she'll be be like, hey, "Look what I got, man!" Like, and then, and then you can sell you can sell your account like twenty years in the future. <laughs> yeah, sell twenty years in the future when no one's playing it. Right when the servers go down, just like the three sixty this year. Yeah, really sad. Uh, so for the next topic, uh, also the NBT, but instead it's never barely tried title pending um luke is there anything that you're looking in the future and you're like oh that's disgusting i think what's disgusting to me is the fact that people still play uh, animal crossing and how it keeps getting updated um oh that's rough that's pretty disgusting i don't know about you but i think that's pretty pretty bad i mean like well do you know what's even more disgusting is that nintendo did a software 
not a hardware update on the Switch so that you can use Bluetooth headphones with it. Ooh. And the reason why wow. the reason why it was a software update and they didn't actually have to change any of the internal systems with it um, just goes to show that the Switch had this capability since launch to support Bluetooth headsets. Dang, so Nintendo's just like keeping secrets now. It was literally a giant middle finger to everyone. They're like, oh, we're just going to release this now. You're welcome, everybody. Pay us more, pay great... more money for the new Pokemon game. <laughs> this is great meme I saw. And it was uh, Bart and Lisa Simpson in the top pictures. Lisa's being like, I know, has Xbox and Sony and PlayStation. It's like, oh, poor Nintendo, always sticking with Mario. And then it's Bart Simpson with his eyes wide open. He's like, good old Mario. Nothing beats Mario. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> But it's, it's it's so true, though. Like, Nintendo, like, as much as I, I don't play Nintendo all that often, very rarely, actually, they do have a good marketing system where they can release the same game over and over and over again, and the diehard fans will buy that game. And, yeah, and it is true how, like, Pokemon games are, from what I've heard, are still good, and from what I've played and stuff, Mario games are still good. So, I mean, like, yeah, they're doing well, but, like, there's no creative change. There's no new Nintendo-only things. There's no nothing. It's just, like, repetitive party games nonstop. And don't get me wrong, it's fun, but at the same time, it's like... So, this is vanilla. I like vanilla ice cream. Vanilla ice cream's my favorite. It's always my favorite. It's like, come on, guys. Like, throw in some chocolate chips or cookie dough or whatever. So, you might say that Nintendo never barely tried to innovate anything. I think that's this section that should just be like backstabbing and talking dirt about Nintendo. <laughs> Perfect. This, Sorry. Is, this is the anti Nintendo segment. <laughs> We're going to get canceled in 20 years when talking about Nintendo is going to be like an anti PC thing. <laughs> I mean, it's literally anti PC because it's not a computer. Yep. It's everything portable. My never barely tried thing. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to do with video games nowadays. But I think it just has to do with alcohol. Um, oh. I, I feel like... So, okay. So, I I might get a lot of hate for this. But I feel like IPAs are really overhyped. You you will find, like, maybe a handful of good IPAs. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. I'm here talking about Animal Crossing and you're here talking about IPAs. Like, what the heck, bro? I'm like, I could talk about something else. You can talk about whatever you want. You're, you're a free human and you have the free will to free, choose I, what you want. I, I live free or die. I'm a New Hampshire boy now. Yeehaw. Anyways, <laughs> yes. IPAs, IPAs are pretty overrated. You get one. Let's say, let's say you pick a random one off the shelf. It's gonna taste like all the others. You really have to find the specific few that you enjoy, and also it's not too hoppy. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you gotta find that one and stick with that one. I'm the same way. I'm not a big IPA fan because one, they're sour. I don't want to be like with my beer. But, like, there's only probably one out of 20 that I will actually drink. Like, okay, this is actually a good taste of beer, and I'll drink it. Right. Hopefully, that's how I'm like, nope, nope. Like, um, you know, hashtag not sponsored, but Voodoo Ranger has really good IPAs. Yeah, Voodoo Ranger is pretty solid. Hashtag uh, face jam. I'm, I mean, yeah, they, they kind of helped me turn on to it. But, but th that being besides the point, regardless of how other people talk about it, I just think it's a solid IPA, straight up. But if you're talking about the IPA genre, I don't think it's good. 
Yeah, I feel like you have to be the kind of person who wears like checkered shirts, overalls, suspenders, one of those circle hats, and a really bad mustache. Be like, oh, gosh, man, I love my IPA on a Friday morning. They're gonna start, you know, a ska band or, you know, an emo punk pop band in their yeah, basement. It'll, it'll, yeah, it'll be green. It'll be Green Day 2.0. Oh gosh. Anyway, uh... anyways, <laughs> a little sidetrack. So the news fanatics. To my knowledge, it was the only podcast that has been reincarnated successfully by the exact same two people. Prove me wrong. Yeah. Prove me wrong. True. I, I don't think there is one. I think that a lot of podcasts died out. I think that some got new hosts, like the Rooster Teeth podcast. Um, there have been different main hosts to come in. Except for Gus. Gus is going strong. Gus is the one constant. He's the one guy that always sticks there. But, like, Ber- and- Bernie left... And Jeff left. I mean, technically, Gavin's been there since, like, podcast, like, 40. Yeah. So, he's pretty OG. Also, okay, so something that, uh, there's a little bit of a side tangent. So, uh, our parents and our siblings have been watching Lost at home. Oh, jeez, yeah, I know. Our, our sister Ruth is, like, apparently really big into the show because she watches literally every TV show that has ever existed for the history of time. Yes. Breaking Bad, but we're not gonna hold that against her. She hasn't watched Breaking Bad. I highly doubt it. Okay, I'm gonna have to ask her personally because that's that's a sin. We'll have to get her on the game show. Yeah, well, it, look, it won't even be, be it. it won't even be a game show. We'll, we'll bring her in and we're we'll like, okay, we're gonna do a game show, and then we're we'll like, why haven't you watched Breaking Bad? Put a bag over her head and pour water. Why haven't you watched this? Say my name. <laughs> news fanatics. News fanatics. <laughs> You're goddamn right. <laughs> goddamn right. Um, no, but anyway, so our family's been like really into Lost, and you know Maya watched the first couple seasons way back in the day, so she's actually been watching it with me. Uh, and she doesn't remember any of the plot points or anything like that that happens. And I I know some things from pop culture just because it's like literally almost twenty years old at this point. Um, but. Tying back to the Rooster Teeth podcast, the Rooster Teeth podcast used to be a lost podcast. Like, they talked about random stuff right now, every now and then, but they would go on for, like, half an hour, 45 minutes at a time just talking about the show. Yeah, those first probably 20 were very heavy lost-focused, and I'm like, I don't understand anything that's going on, but I'm going to listen because I need to binge every single Rooster Teeth podcast, and here I am at episode, what, 670-whatever? Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> I literally can't stop. If I stop, it's like, you know, like, the biggest sin upon myself. It's like, I can't stop listening to a podcast that's been around for forever. Like Yeah, like, like 12 years, up, 14 years. I feel obligated to just listen to them all. And I, I, I kind of I, I want to go back and, like, once I finish Lost and listen to those old podcasts, because then I'll actually know what Ooh. the heck they're talking about. True. It's the same as if there was a, you know, if, if they were talking about Breaking Bad instead, but Breaking Bad was actively having episodes released yeah same thing with game of thrones they would always talk about game of thrones in like the mid 400s or so oh yeah they're heavy in game of thrones yeah literally every time a new game of thrones episode came out they're like okay we're gonna save it for the post show or the end of the podcast like stick around if you want to listen to that you know we're not going to give you spoilers up until we actually begin talking about it and then they would just go off talking about their theories and stuff yeah like hardcore going off like oh no John White Snow. What's what's his name? What's the John, guy's name? John, John Snow. <laughs> John Snow. Not again. The Bum Bum. 
Hey, there, there's a pretty nice Jon Snow bum bum in the show. Alright, listen, listen, listen. Pull your, put your illustrations away, son. Uh, we don't want to see those. You brought it up. I think, I, I think that you need to be held accountable for what you talk about. You brought that up. Listen, I haven't even seen the show. That's a huge sin as well. That's crazy. I tried watching it. It was like Phantom Menace where I'm like, the, polit- the politics and the politicians and the treaties and the alliances. I'm going to sit at a table for an hour. I'm like, what? I think eventually, I think once they say we're done making Game of Thrones, they'll be like, okay, I'll give it a year, and then I'll watch it. Well, they are done. I, I mean, they're coming out with a, a prequel show, um, but that's not coming out until, I, I believe, next year. And it's going to be like a standalone thing where you don't have to know anything about the original show to watch it. Gotcha. I mean, so, I'll watch it eventually, but I'm not like, it's on the back back burner. Yeah, it's also, it takes so long to get through. Like, you know, every episode is an hour, and then as as the seasons progress, like, some of them are, like, an hour and 20 minutes, if it's, like, a really major plot point. Full-on Sherlock movie right there. More, more or less, like, honestly. But I do have to warn you, I know you've probably heard this before, but the final two seasons, seven and eight, if you, if you actually enjoy the show, and I assume you will be if you're watching up until season seven and eight, they're really big letdowns. Like me and my friend Justin. Oh yeah, I know. Have... I I I heard that from literally everyone. I'm like seasons, like the last season's like bad. I'm like, cool, thanks. That's like a spoiler right there. Just saying, it's really bad. Yeah, well, I mean, me and Justin talk about it all the time. Whenever anything oh, yeah, Game of Thrones related comes up, we're just like, yeah, that season was so bad. <laughs> so my friend Justin and actually, well, also my friend Stephen, their brothers, they have a podcast which you can find. Uh, on Spotify and YouTube and a bunch of other places. It's called the Two Brothers Podcast. I keep telling them that they should do a show or two shows on Game of Thrones just so they can air their grievances and talk crap about it. Um, but they, they talk about pop culture stuff like Marvel and stuff. Um, but I keep pressuring them. I'm like, just talk about Game of Thrones for like one time. Do it. <laughs> do it. I, I want to see you guys get angry. Let me feed your anger. Give it to your hatred. Okay. <laughs> anything else? Anything on the big wide web? Anything in the big wide world we want to talk about? Or do you think we're going to knock it out and say, hey, we're donezo? I, I think we, we go donezo. I mean, we've been oh. we've been going for 27 minutes, which is pretty I, good. I think that's pretty donezo. Hey, Caleb. Yo. Do you smell bacon? <laughs>